Welcome to the Tech Meme Right Home for Thursday, July 13th, 2023. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, Elon has launched his own AI company with some pretty big names involved. The FTC will appeal. Roblox is coming to Zuckerberg's metaverse. Meta does plan to commercialize Llama and a cool new do a napkin sketch and have AI turn it into an actual work of art tool. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. He's got another one. Elon Musk has announced the founding of XAI, a startup he will lead to, quote, understand the true nature of the universe, end quote. The staff he has assembled worked previously at Google, Microsoft, Tesla, OpenAI, and more, and as that quote suggests, has some ambitions. Quoting Bloomberg, Elon Musk, who has hinted for months that he wants to build an alternative to the popular ChatGPT artificial intelligence chatbot, announced the formation of what he's calling XAI, a company with a mission to, quote, understand the true nature of the universe. On a website unveiled Wednesday, XAI said its team will be led by Musk and staffed by executives who have worked at a broad range of companies at the forefront of artificial intelligence, including Google's DeepMind, Microsoft, and Tesla, as well as academic institutions such as the University of Toronto. Musk was involved in the creation of OpenAI, the highest-profile AI startup and developer of ChatGPT, but he has frequently and publicly criticized OpenAI since he left the board in 2018, especially after it created a for-profit arm the following year. He has said he believes it to be, quote, effectively controlled by Microsoft. Microsoft has invested some $13 billion into OpenAI. Of the 12 men, including Musk, listed on the website Wednesday morning, a majority previously worked at Google in some capacity or at its London-based artificial intelligence unit, DeepMind. One, Christian Zegedy, spent years as a research scientist at the company. Other former Googlers are Igor Babushkin, Zihag Dai, Tony Wu, and Toby Pullen. Musk's startup has also added two academics from the University of Toronto, Gu Dong Zhang and Jimmy Ba, an assistant professor who studied under AI pioneer Jeffrey Hinton. Both Ba and Zhang list DeepMind internships on their CVs. Ba is one of the best-known hires announced by XAI Wednesday. He is the co-author with Diedrich Kingma of a 2014 paper on optimization in deep learning known as the Atom Paper. It is the most cited paper in artificial intelligence with 95,460 citations, according to the scientific networking site ResearchGate. Though Musk is a frequent critic of San Francisco, the XAI website says the company is, quote, actively recruiting experienced engineers and researchers to work in the Bay Area. So far, most AI development has been concentrated in Silicon Valley. Musk and Jared Birchall, who operates Musk's family office, incorporated a business called X.AI in March, according to a Nevada state filing with the Secretary of State. In April, the Financial Times reported that Musk was holding discussions with investors of his other companies, Tesla and Space Exploration Technologies Corporation, about helping fund an AI startup, citing unidentified people familiar with the matter. The billionaire has acquired thousands of processors from NVIDIA for the new project, the paper said. The XAI website said the company is being advised by Dan Hendricks, who is the director of the Center for AI Safety, a group that is warned about what it sees as existential dangers of developing AI quickly. This spring, it released a letter of caution signed by chief executive officers of some of the leading companies in AI, including Alphabet's DeepMind and OpenAI. Musk, 52, now oversees six companies, Tesla, SpaceX, Twitter, Neuralink, Boring Company, and now XAI, end quote.
The FTC has indeed filed to appeal that U.S. court ruling that cleared the way for Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard. The existing TRO expires at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow, quoting The Verge. Now that the FTC is choosing to appeal Judge Corley's decision, the regulator needs the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals to issue an emergency stay to extend the existing temporary restraining order, or TRO, that is set to expire at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on Friday, July 14th. It's not clear if the appeals court will even rule before the deal deadline on July 18th, potentially leaving the door open for Microsoft to close the Activision Blizzard deal on Monday or Tuesday without a restraining order in place. The facts haven't changed, tweeted Lulu Cheng Meservi, Activision Blizzard's CCO and EVP of Corporate Affairs. We're confident the U.S. will remain among the 39 countries where the merger can close. We look forward to reinforcing the strength of our case in court again, end quote. Mike Ybarra, the president of Blizzard Entertainment, quipped about the appeal on Twitter, quote, your tax dollars at work, Ybarra said. Microsoft still needs to resolve the issues of the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, or CMA, with its acquisition before it can close after the regulator blocked the deal on cloud concerns earlier this year. Both Microsoft and the CMA almost instantly announced they had agreed to pause their legal battles to negotiate after Judge Corley's ruling on Tuesday. But in a surprise statement on Wednesday, the CMA then warned Microsoft's opportunity to restructure its deal could, quote, lead to a new merger investigation, end quote, and that talks between the regulator and Microsoft were still at an, quote, early stage, end quote. The Securities and Exchange Commission is suing ex-Celsius CEO Alex Mashinsky and the company over alleged fraud in the sale of cell tokens. A source says Mashinsky was arrested on Thursday. Quoting Bloomberg, The former chief executive officer of bankrupt crypto lender Celsius Network was charged with fraud and sued by three regulatory agencies over the company's collapse. Alex Mashinsky, 57, was also charged with attempting to manipulate cryptocurrencies in federal court in New York Thursday. The Securities and Exchange Commission, the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, and the Federal Trade Commission also filed lawsuits against Mashinsky and the company. Prosecutors claim that from 2018 through June 2022, Mashinsky, quote, orchestrated a scheme to defraud customers of Celsius Network LLC and its related entities, according to the indictment unsealed on Thursday. Celsius was one of several high-profile crypto firms that imploded last year. The company gained popularity paying high interest rates on digital asset deposits, but following the collapse of the Terra USD stablecoin and a downturn in the digital asset markets, the company was left with a giant hole in its balance sheet and unable to meet an influx of customer withdrawals. Mashinsky's lawyer didn't immediately reply to an email seeking comment. A second company official, Chief Revenue Officer Roni Cohen-Pavon, was also arrested, prosecutors said. The SEC alleged that Mashinsky and his company made misleading statements to encourage investors to purchase its token sell and to put money into the firm's earn interest program that promised returns as high as 17% on users' crypto deposits. The regulator also accused Mashinsky of misrepresenting Celsius's financial success to make it appear more profitable than it really was. For instance, the SEC said he falsely claimed the firm made $50 million from an initial coin offering, when in actuality it raised less than 65% of its goal, something Mashinsky took steps to hide from the public." End quote. Meta says Roblox is coming to Meta's Quest 2, Quest Pro, and Quest 3 starting with an open beta on App Lab in the coming weeks with cross-platform support. Quoting The Verge, 
Roblox is automatically publishing some experiences that use default player scripts to support VR devices, Meta writes. They found that those experiences typically run well in VR without modifications, so they're seeding the Roblox VR library with great content from day one, end quote. There should be a lot of experiences to choose from. The platform has more than 15 million active experiences right now, Roblox says. And this Quest version of Roblox will support cross-platform play, so you'll be able to jump into experiences with players on Xbox, mobile, and desktop. Roblox has supported VR through PC-based headsets for some time, letting you play on devices like the Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, and Valve Index. You can even play Roblox on the Quest 2 right now by linking the headset to your computer. But this new Quest-optimized version should be easier to get up and running. It will eventually just be an app you can download from the MetaQuest store, which could mean a lot more players will be jumping into Roblox in virtual reality." End quote. Apple has updated macOS Sonoma to bring iCloud keychain passwords to non-Safari browsers for the very first time, expanding on a Chrome extension. Quoting Mac Rumors, Developers and beta testers running macOS Sonoma can use their iCloud keychain passwords with non-Safari browsers at this time, auto-filling passwords and one-time codes. Third-party browsers can also save new passwords. Apple has made an iCloud Passwords Chrome extension available for macOS Sonoma users, and it can be downloaded and installed to access Apple's passwords on the Chrome browser or any Chromium-based browser. Apple has also provided an extension for Microsoft Edge users. Google and other browser developers are also working on implementing support for passkeys, the password alternative that Apple introduced last year." End quote. When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where a machine scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security, but instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation where they check user identity, but user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. That means an employee can log in from a laptop that's had its firewall turned off and hasn't been updated in six months or worse. That laptop might belong to a bad actor using employee credentials. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log into your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash ride to watch a demo and see how it works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash ride. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ka-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify transformed ResumeWriters.com from the spaghetti code backend I cobbled together in college to the world-class commerce platform it sits on today. And Shopify 
Shopify can do the same for your business. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash ride, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash ride now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash ride. Sources are telling the Financial Times that Meta plans to release a commercial version of Llama imminently and will make the AI model more widely available and customizable by companies. Quote, the move will allow Meta to compete with Microsoft-backed OpenAI and Google, which are surging ahead in the race to develop generative AI. The software, which can create text, images, and code, is powered by large language models that are trained on huge amounts of data and require vast computing power. Meta released its own language model known as Llama to researchers and academics earlier this year, but the new version will be more widely available and customizable by companies, three people familiar with the plan said. The release is expected imminently, one of the people said. Meta says its LLMs are open source, by which it means details of the new model will be released publicly. This contrasts with the approach of competitors such as OpenAI, whose latest model, GPT-4, is a so-called black box in which the data and code used to build the model are not available to third parties. The competitive landscape of AI is going to completely change in the coming months, in the coming weeks maybe, when there will be open source platforms that are actually as good as the ones that are not. Vice President and Chief AI Scientist at Meta, Jan LeCun, said at a conference in France last Saturday. Meta has been working on AI research and development for more than a decade, but has appeared to be on the back foot after OpenAI's ChatGPT, a conversational chatbot, was released in November, spurring other big tech groups to launch similar products. The goal is to diminish the current dominance of OpenAI, said one person with knowledge of high-level strategy at Meta. While Meta's technology is open source and currently free, two people familiar with the matter said the company had been exploring charging enterprise customers for the ability to fine-tune the model to their needs by using their own proprietary data. One person said there were no current plans to charge, and Meta would not do so in the upcoming release. Joel Pinu, Meta's vice president of AI research declined to comment on the development of the new AI model and how it might be monetized, but said, quote, At the end of the day, because you release something open source, you don't completely give up on the intellectual property of that work. We haven't been shy about the fact that we do want to be using these models in our products, she added, end quote. By the way, I gotta credit Nicholas Thompson of The Atlantic for turning me on to this, in retrospect, obvious insight. You know what Meta gains by suddenly having its own Twitter clone? a ton of content to train its AI on. Which makes you think, why don't they try their hand at a Reddit clone too? In a world where you need tons of content to train your LLMs on, Meta is suddenly in the unique position of not only being the king of social platforms, with tons of data for that training, but also a leader in AI technology as well. Talk about synergy. Another day, another one of these. Stability AI has released Stable Doodle, a sketch-to-image tool on ClipDrop that uses the Stable Diffusion model to generate visually pleasing artistic renditions. Quoting TechCrunch, the sketch-to-image service Stable Doodle leverages the latest Stable Diffusion model to analyze the outline of a sketch and generate a, quote, visually pleasing artistic rendition of it. It's available starting today through ClipDrop, a platform Stability acquired in March through its purchase of InitML, an AI startup founded by ex-Googlers. Stable Doodle is geared toward both professionals and novices, regardless of their familiarity with AI tools. Stability AI writes in a blog post shared with TechCrunch via email. With Stable Doodle, anyone with basic drawing skills and online access can generate high-quality original images in seconds. 
There's plenty of sketch-to-image AI tools out there, including open-source projects and ad-supported apps, but StableDoodle is unique in that it allows for more precise control over the image generation, Stability AI contends. Under the hood, powering StableDoodle is a Stable Diffusion model, Stable Diffusion XL, paired with a, quote, conditional control solution developed by one of Tencent's R&D divisions, the Applied Research Center, called T21 Adapter, the control solution both allows Stable Diffusion XL to accept sketches as input and guides the model to enable better fine-tuning of the output artwork. T21 Adapter enables Stable Doodle to understand the outlines of sketches and generate images based on prompts combined with the outlines defined by the model, Stability AI explains in the blog post. This writer didn't have the opportunity to test Stable Doodle prior to its release, but the cherry-picked images Stability AI sent me looked quite good, at least in comparison to the Doodle that inspired them. In addition to a sketch, Stable Doodle accepts a prompt to guide the image generation process, such as a comfy chair, isometric style, or cat with jeans jacket, digital art style. There's a limit to the customization, though. At launch, Stable Doodle only supports 14 styles of art. Stability AI envisions Stable Doodle serving as a tool for designers, illustrators, and other professionals to free up valuable time and maximize efficiency in their work. At the same time, the company cautions that the quality of output images is dependent on the detail of the initial drawing and the descriptiveness of the prompt, as well as the complexity of the scene being depicted. Ideas drawn as sketches can be immediately implemented into works to create designs for clients, material for presentation decks, and websites, or even create logos, the company proposes. Moving forward, Stable Doodle will enable users to import a sketch. Further, we will include use cases for specific verticals, including real estate applications, for example, end quote. With tools like Stable Doodle, Stability AI is chasing after new sources of revenue following a lull in its commercial endeavors. Stable Doodle is free, but subject to limits. In April, Semaphore reported that Stability AI was burning through cash, leading to an executive hunt to help ramp up sales. Last month, Stability AI raised $25 million through a convertible note, i.e. debt that converts to equity, bringing its total raised to over $125 million. But it hasn't closed new funding at a higher valuation. The startup was last valued at $1 billion. Reportedly, Stability was seeking to quadruple that within the next few months, end quote. Hey, hive mind out there. I've got a quick question for you, some quick advice to ask for. My AI side project is getting close to launching, and I want to find an email marketing provider I can use. Basically, the product will be freemium where you sign up to test the AI for free, but then have to subscribe monthly to use it continuously. Thus, I need an email marketing firm that I can do segmentation with, i.e., emailing people who have signed up but haven't yet paid for the subscription. Basically, you know, nudging them to subscribe. Who should I go with? MailChimp seems to be the simplest, right? And I don't have very complicated needs beyond what I just described. So MailChimp, Clavio, HubSpot Marketing Hub, Constant Contact, let me know what you all like to use. I don't imagine this is something enterprise scale, but I could imagine someday maybe needing to send five figures of email nudges a month, perhaps? Thanks in advance. 